There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant Glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Jane. Welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. The Relatable Dating Podcast. Whoever you attract is a half. Trust me. They're not looking for, whole people are not looking for a fixer upper. They're not looking for someone when they hear you just got out of a relationship or you're six months out or three months out, they're not answering. They're not even texting you back or, you know, calling. They're out. Hello and welcome to Unhinged and Mumbled Up. I'm Phil, she's Jane, and today we're joined by Abby Medcalf. Now, unfortunately, the intro got lost in the internet, and we can't play it for you, but we're going to get straight into it. Now, Abby is a TED speaker, uh, she's a relationship maven, she is a psychologist, and she's just absolutely amazing on everything. Like, we talk about how the brain and actually the science behind it and not just reasons that we believe so this episode and next episode will be all abby so sit back relax i mean do you think it's a a kind of good practice to do a vision board and vision you know put you know i know some of my single friends have a vision board and they have pictures of the the manly one and um you know where they want to kind of go with their future what's your thoughts on vision boards so i have a few thoughts i know you're shocked to hear (laughs) i have an opinion on them i know Um, because i'm i'm such a wallflower with my opinions uh So a few things. One is that I do love vision boards in a bigger way. Okay. And I will, I'm going to do my best to find something while we're talking. Um, I will tell you that the problem with, there's a few things. So one is you should have a dynamic vision board, not a static one Mm -hmm. because your wants change all the time. So Mm -hmm. my quote unquote vision board is something generally that I have. It's a bulletin board that I have outside my bedroom. So when I walk out, it's the first thing I'm looking at and I change the pictures all the time. 
because it's always evolving and changing. And otherwise, vision boards become like wallpaper. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I know Mark Cuban has famous stories about, you know, oh, yeah, I, you know, so I, I dreamt about this house. I put it on this board and then I got it. You know, I get it. But most people aren't like yeah. that. Mm. So, uh, so, so that's number one. Number two is we know, again, from the research that you really have to feel something. It looking at something is nice, but if your brain doesn't believe it, it's not going to get you there. So what I just said to do, God bless you. Thank Jane. you. What I just said to do is actually way more effective because you're involving all your senses. So, because here's the deal, you have to feel it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're just looking at something, you're not really feeling it necessarily. Now, if you looked at that vision board every morning and stopped and picked one picture and pictured yourself, you know, it's a picture of um, you and you and your partner in Bali, right? And uh, I honeymooned there. It's like the best, uh, you know, and you're in Bali and you could stop and picture the two of you doing something in Bali together, right? You're, yeah. you're walking around Nusadua or something. You're about to get your massage. You're right. You're like that. You, you hear the ocean, it's so peaceful. You're looking out, you know, you see some beautiful Buddha statue in the, in the distance, you know, that is how you do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so instead of seeing it as a whole, you yes. picture in on yes. one. Yeah. Zero and then in. That. So if that picture will help you do that, you know, remind you like, oh yeah, that's something I want. But I, you know, I see people and they have these grand things on this board, which are so far from where they mm -hmm. are. Instead, I'd like a picture of you and, uh, you know, a picture of two people having coffee together and laughing. Yeah. That's something you're like, oh, I love that. I'd love to <laughs> Not your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that becomes a problem because you have to believe it. Your brain has a, a oh, can I swear? Yeah. I, yep. I don't yep. need to. Okay. I don't need to, but just again. <laughs> but your brain has like a bullshit meter. And it'll know, and you kind of know this because, when, and this is a good practice, if you're envisioning something or if you're thinking about something and you, you start to hear your brain go, yeah, but, well, oh, the doubt comes in, you've gone too far. So just reel it back a yeah. notch. So wedding day was too far because you just can't, you know. And again, you might meet your dream person and they don't want to get married, but mm -hmm. it's the perfect relationship. Yeah. So it's really about, I, I'm not, Gary is my man's name. I am not with Gary because he mows the lawn well. <laughs> I'm not. That's got nothing to do with it. And by the way, that's what people fight about all the time, right? Like the dishes or yeah. the lawn or whatever. Lawn no, or no, the cleaning. I, right? Yeah. I'm with him because he looks at me like I'm magic. He, after all these years, he cherishes me he brags about you should hear this man talk Aww. about me it sounds like my bio uh, <laughs> oh he's amazing he's so not threatened by all the things he just he makes me feel so safe he he just takes care of me in such really small beautiful ways i'm with him because of how i feel so feelings is what it's about. Mm -hmm. Feelings are what changes our brain chemistry. Thoughts don't train your brain chemistry in that way. Feelings do how you feel about something. So you have to get into a feeling state. You can't, you know, you can't just guess at that. And I, I will show you really quick, even though we're not videotaping, I'm showing this picture. I made this picture of uh, me doing a TED talk. Ted talk. And right. I put my little picture in there, there and I put my logo up here. <laughs> and if you look on my website, that's how it looks. Oh, that's wow. how it looks. Yeah. I know. So, <laughs> that, so I do like these ideas. Do you know what I mean? But 
I would picture myself all the time doing the TED Talk, walking out on stage, how it felt to have everyone clapping, to be sharing something that was really going to change someone's life, to be like, I was, you know what I mean? I even picture myself backstage getting my makeup touched up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like Everything. in it, in <laughs> yep. it, people, right? And what's really crazy is I I said it was going to happen in third quarter. It did. It was in September of that year, it, a couple years ago. I I went on first and I had, that was part of my vision oh, wow. that I would open it. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, it was all boom, boom, boom. The picture matches. It's crazy. But so I, I'm with it. I'm here for it. I'm here for the vision boards, but you have to do the feeling part also. Yeah. You cannot put a picture of a gorgeous guy up and write about how great he is. You know, I see that too. People make a list, you know, he's this, he's this, he's this. And again, don't do that. Not how much money he makes, not anything mm -hmm. else. It's how he makes you feel or she makes you feel. Mm -hmm. What is that? And nobody makes you feel something. I know. Stop yelling at me out there. I hear audience. <laughs> they're right now listening going, no one makes you feel anyway. The, the, um, the nice audience is all right. Yeah, the nice audience. Yeah. <laughs> so before you rank on me, I'll rank on myself. So I get that. And, you know, we're when we're in certain people's spaces where we can exhale, mm -hmm. you know, into these certain ways of being in a really easy, wonderful way. And so that's it. You know, that feeling of coming in the door at night and closing the door and like, oh, yes. I'm like seeing his car in the driveway. I'm always happy when I see Gary's car in the driveway. I'm like, oh, he's home. Like after all this time, I, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, mm. he's home. Uh, mm. And by the way, we do have a thing which I highly recommend people do if you are in a relationship is we always greet at the door. 100% of the time. You know how that thing, you know, walk in, how's your day? You're yelling from the other end of the house, right? <laughs> yep. Fine. How's yours? Fine. Right. What a load of crap. That's so, <laughs> you've, you haven't seen each other all day. You've missed this opportunity. So, you know, even if he comes in from shopping, I don't care. But we, and we have a joke about it, but we'll go to the door. You know, like golden retrievers look at the door. <laughs> you ever had a golden or a, or a lab? Yep. You, you know, if it's British, oh, I, I love, love Labradors. So, so do you know what yeah. I'm saying though? And that dog is so, no, nobody's happier to see you than this animal, right? right. And it's like you've been gone for years. <laughs> that is how I want you to be every single time your partner comes home. I love that. I really tip. want to get uh, I really want a Gary. <laughs> Hi, Gary, if you're listening. Gary, oh, Gary, Gary's so shy, he dies. So don't, nobody out there can tell Gary I'm talking about him, please. He, he's, not, he's not okay with it. I talk about him all, I talk about our sex life. He's just like, he would die. He would die. Thank God he doesn't listen to the But, but uh, I think that's a great like, tip for a relationship yeah. because I feel like, yep. and I don't know about yourself, Abby, but I feel like people's attitudes have changed since the pandemic. They start questioning their relationship and it's all about, you know, your relationship's probably fine. It's trying to find new ways to make it exciting. And that tip there, I love that. That's something so yep. simple, but yep. can completely change your attitude. Yep. Jane's going to do it with her boyfriend tonight. <laughs> See? Night, Jane. I want a call later saying, or a text saying I did it. It is, and really welcoming them home. We make out at the door sometimes, oh, you know, nice. we sex at the door. Uh, we, <laughs> but we like make out, like we really like, yeah, like he puts his stuff down. We we're really in it and we're just happy. And he'll even, he's six, four. So it's very funny. I don't know what that is in meters or whatever, but he's a large uh, we, we use uh, six so, okay. as well. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he jumps up and down, you know, in this really sweet, goofy way. And it just, it's such a lovely thing to walk into. Uh, so however you do that and then go greet, if you have kids in the house or whoever, go greet them. Mm -hmm. Hi, 
how you doing? Stop what you're doing. Make my kids know there's eye contact. Mm -hmm. They stop, put it down. And we're just going to have a moment. It takes a second. Yeah. Get over yourselves. You know, oh, I was cooking. I was in the middle of an email. So what? You'll get back to it. How many times yep. do people walk in the house? That's not an 800 times. <laughs> so you can do it. You'll be okay. But it, it is. It's bringing uh, Chris Rock had a, you know, that great line since I can swear and stuff. Uh, he had a great line that you in a relationship, you have to make old pussy into new pussy. Like that was his thing, right? And I love it because it's true. You have to create something where there's more. You're remembering why you're together in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And all the things that you might have done in the beginning, you know, really bring to them now. So, and I know that's off topic from where we were going, but there you go. It's fine. We can drive <laughs> back to the topic. <laughs> so with breakups, now I know when I got out of my last relationship, uh, I jumped straight onto the dating apps and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like all these women. And then I went on dates and I wasn't in the right place, realized mm. I wasn't in the right place and was like, I need to take a break. Now, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> but I know many people don't do yeah. that. Now, why is the reason we should take a break? Ooh, <laughs> so here's the biggie. We're, uh, here's a pearl. Get ready. <laughs> Where are Wherever you leave your last relationship, you begin your next one. Mm -hmm. So there is nothing more important than very much finishing your last relationship, meaning the feelings that are attached to it. If you are remotely angry, bitter, resentful, I mean remotely, um, sad, uh, out of sorts, you know, don't feel like can't find your footing. Mm -hmm. Because really what you're doing is just if what you'd be doing if you were drinking or anything else. Because, you know, we get these wonderful neurotransmitters, these brain chemicals when we're dating, when we're swiping. You know, we know this, right? Where there's yeah. lots of research on this. So I want you instead to get that from somewhere else first. And, and here's a, I, I say this on my TED Talk, but I'm going to say it right here. So we, we've always learned that uh, this idea of our, that relationships are 50-50. My better half. My other half, you know, she completes me, uh, makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little, but you, you get the idea, right? And so, but here's the thing, relationships are, and any of us, we've all been in them, are they're synergistic, they are exponential, they are not simple addition problems, I'm mm. sorry. If they were, we'd all be doing this. I wouldn't be on this right now. We, you wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. So people think it's a half plus a half equals a whole. But it's not. It's again, it's synergistic. It's a multiplication problem. And it's a half times a half, mm -hmm. which, as we all know from our third grade math, means a quarter mm -hmm. less than you started with. And yeah. everybody can attest. Anyone listening right now goes, oh, yeah, that's about right. My last, you know, <laughs> that's about what that was. And if you want a whole relationship, you need two whole people. And I will tell you now that when you're in a half kind of state, like after a relationship, right? You're not attracting a whole. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Whoever you attract is a half. It's a half. Trust me. Yep. They're not looking for, whole people are not looking for a fixer upper. They're not looking for someone when they hear you just got out of a relationship or you're six months out or three months out, they're not answering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not even texting you back or, you know, calling or they're out. So the very people that are kind of chasing after you at that point or really want to date, I hate, you know, I say this with all the love in my heart, are going to be where you're mm -hmm. at and you don't want people where you're at. So you've got to do the work first. So I always say, you know, step one is you have to get closure with yourself 
first. So that yeah. might be therapy. That might be whatever you got to do to, you have to be able to shift what you're feeling about your ex. You mm -hmm. have to do it. You have to do it. I'm sorry. Like you got to. And so the, again, that bitterness, the revenge, the, you know, all those things need to find a new place to be. Yeah. And again, that can't happen overnight. That's fine. You're allowed to be angry for a while. You know, she cheated on you. You're allowed to be pissed for a little bit. And then you're going to have to find something else because all women don't cheat. Mm -hmm. All women don't suck. And so you're going to have to think about how you, what, what responsibility you had in that relationship. Number yeah. one, no, it's not your fault if someone cheated with you. I want to be very clear. Don't write nasty emails in to anybody. <laughs> uh, you, you are never, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. You can be victimized that that happens, but you, but afterwards you can't keep acting like a victim. Mm -mm. And so at some point you have to separate yourself and you do have to think, well, what did I learn from this? What can I take away? What do I know now that I didn't know before? What are, you know, the warning signs, whatever that is. So that's all that closure with yourself. And then your second step is to really be mindful. And if you, you got, I don't know what to say. You have to work on this. Have to have to, you don't have to meditate. You don't have to like, you know, sit on a, a rock in the woods. You don't have to do any of that, but you have to be mindful during the day. I do have a, I'm just, I wasn't even thinking this, but I do, I have a free mindfulness starter kit. It's free. You don't have to put in a credit card or anything. It's not a scam <laughs> uh, on my website. So we'll link to oh, the website bad. later. So if people, yeah. you can do that. But, and, and it'll I have be all on our show notes. <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, and I have a ton of stuff on uh, how to be mindful and how to do that because it's the basis of every healthy relationship. Because if I'm, in an, <laughs> we've all been here. Uh, oh, let me, can I, do we have time? Can I yeah, get a quick, of yep, little, okay, <laughs> yep. so, here you go. Ready? So I'm going, I used to fly a lot for work and I, uh, so, and I'm a crazy bossy Jewish mother, nut type a <laughs> ridiculous woman. Okay. And so, and I do meditate every day. I do all the things and I'm not perfect. So I'm, I'm about to fly for a couple of weeks and, you know, I had done 8,000 things, you know, the kids and, and sports and right. And again, rides and right. And I'm in the shower now. Yeah. Mindful would have been, I'm in the shower. I'm having a moment before my busy flying. I was actually, I was flying to London actually. So, you know, I'm before I fly, let's be cool. You know, the water feels so good on my skin. I, I love this shower. No, I was not doing any of that. Okay. Now, two weeks before my trip, we had needed a plumber to come to the house. Okay. We had all these plumbing problems, but he, he didn't like my husband. He liked me. So my husband said to me, Hey, uh, would you call the plumber? And I, in a totally sober state of mind said, sure, I'll call, you know, cause you know, he likes you better. He'll come quicker. I was like, okay, well, you know, life had happened. So I'm in the shower in the morning and he walks in and he says, uh, Hey babe, so nicely. Can't even tell you, Hey babe, did you, <laughs> did you call the plumber? Now, there's only two answers to that. Yes or no. Mm -hmm. I gave neither. <laughs> what I gave neither answer. What, what did I take a guess? What did I say? I'm busy. Oh, yeah. I went off on my list. Oh, you, well, you know, I've been really busy and I packed all these lunches for the kids while I'm gone. And I did this, 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 mm -hmm. and this, and I did their rides and I did their things and blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I have all this stuff to do. I was on a little diatribe mm -hmm. on my wonderful list of how fabulous I am. <laughs> okay. And all of a sudden I realized I didn't hear anything. I think I was talking for a good five minutes and I look and he's gone. Right. Cause again, smarter than me. And I, 
I immediately realized what a jerk I've been. I was like, oh, crap. I got to go apologize. And I did. I went to apologize. I was like, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't. I'm so, you know, that's all I had to say, right? Yeah. It was, oh, I totally forgot. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. What do you want to do now? Mindful. Uh, so what usually would happen is a regular partner who doesn't, you know, who isn't, you know, with me would, would have been like, why are you yelling at me? I just asked if you called. You're the one who said you would, right? Like would have been this huge fight. I would have left flying away for two weeks, different time zones, right? We probably would have been in a frosty silence for I don't know how long or just crappy. You know what I mean? None of that because of not being mindful. And I, I tell the story because it's so indicative. Every fight you have, every misunderstanding, every annoyance is because you're not mm -hmm. mindful. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that because you're not in your moment. Because you could still be annoyed, but you would say something like, wow, I'm having a really hard time with this right now. As opposed to, you know, you would act, not react. Yeah. So being mindful and learning to be that way, it, you, you want to make it your job. This is your job, like nothing else. And practicing that, again, I have so many free things on the website. I'm happy to help you with that. But you have to, have to, have to do it. Okay? Have to do it. And then the third thing, I always say, so you've gotten closure, right? You've really, like, worked through some of your feelings. Now you're being more mindful. I am ready to, like, be so that when I meet somebody and I get a red flag, how many people have said later, well, there were a lot of red flags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should, right? We've all done it. I've done it. We've all done it. Or we acted, did you ever get home from a date and you're like, why did I say that? Oh my God. I started talking about my ex for half an hour. <laughs> what was I doing? Oh my, or I was talking about my poop this morning. Like what? <laughs> How did I start talking about poop? What was I thinking? That is not sexy, you know, or whatever, you know, we've all been there thinking later. I wish I hadn't said that, or I wish I had said something. Like, oh, he said that, oh, I, I skydive too. How did I not mention mm -hmm. that? You know? So, but that's with mindfulness, you're there in the moment, you're noticing your anxiety, you're noticing what's happening and you're able to really be yourself. So no matter what else happens later, you know, you were you and you don't have to have regrets about it. You don't yeah. have to second guess. You don't have to, which is the biggest, right? How many of us think, oh, if I just sent that text or not sent that text, then he would have called. <laughs> she would have answered. If I just hadn't done this, it, that is all bullshit. I just want to say whatever is happening is the right thing. So mm -hmm. you just have to let that go. You, things, uh, forces you were not aware of, right? We're helping you not be with this person. But beyond that, you know, just really knowing that you are okay and that you can leave feeling okay. So those are those. And then the third piece is to really, I tell everyone, I want you to have high standards, but low expectations. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you hear what now I'm what saying Now what does here? that mean? I know. <laughs> You're like, what you talking about, Abby? <laughs> so uh, first of all, I can't tell you how many people don't know what their friggin' standards are. Mm -hmm. Don't even know. I'm in relationship after relationship. I don't even know what's important to me. Like, what's the most important thing for you? You have like vague ideas. Oh, I like when he picks up after himself. That's not no. a standard. Uh, I like when he's nice to me. That's kind of a standard, not really clear. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. really getting, and by the way, I have a, I do, <laughs> I just got an email yesterday, which is why I'm thinking of it. But someone wrote to me and because I did a, I do a podcast. I have an episode on standards and I do have a podcast of this and I have like a worksheet. Yeah. And she said, I did the worksheet and oh my God, I'm with this great guy. It was really cute. I was like, I don't know if that's all about me, but thank you. That's great. <laughs> I, I think that was you. But um, 
But really getting clear is really what the message is on what I want. What's the most important thing to me? What do I have to see? And again, remember that RES will start mm -hmm. working. Your brain chemistry will start working. It's all beautiful. And then you can't, you have to have low expectations about it. You cannot expect people to be robots. No one, no one is going to meet your standards 100% of the time. It is impossible. Mm -hmm. So occasionally I have a standard that Gary treats me with, with deep respect like that he really respects who I am and what I do, even things he does not agree with. I have some stuff, you know, this, if I ever said manifest to him, you know, no. <laughs> so he's very like, not that, uh, but he respects that it's important to me that, you know, the way I talk about certain things, he he's totally respectful. Occasionally he comes home in a bad mood and maybe snaps at me. Okay. He got, thank God. He's always in a good mood. He is a golden retriever. He, he's always in a good mood. But occasionally he does, he's human, right? He, or he doesn't say something respectful. It happens. But the vast majority of the time, my standard is met. So I let that mm -hmm. go. I don't yeah. even say anything, frankly. I really don't. I don't even mention it because it's not It's not a thing to mention. It doesn't matter if it happened every week or if it happened every day. Your job is to remind people of the standard when they break it, when mm -hmm. it's not there, if it happens consistently. Yeah. If your standards, again, are getting met, so you have high standards, the things you need in a relationship are right there. And always have two or three. You can't have 50 standards. You won't be able to track yeah. them. But you have two or three that you're very clear about. And then your expectations are kept low because the very definition of, dis of disappointment, right, is that an expectation wasn't met. Yeah. But you won't be disappointed if that's, I, I have a standard that my kids are unfailingly polite and my kids are, they say please and thank you. They open doors for people. I have had an instance where my son didn't open the door for me, you know, going into a cafe and I, I walked into the door, you know, and all I did, I know, it was like, but he's a teenager. He doesn't remember to wear his underwear half the time. Like what, what am I really, is my expectation that a hundred percent of the time a teenage boy is going to remember to open the door for his mother? Really? Yeah. So it's ridiculous. But when we got inside, I did, I said, Hey dude, did you forget something? You know, and I caught it and he's, and he knew right away. He goes, Oh yeah. my God, mom, I'm so sorry. Did, did I forgot the door? And guess what? On the way out, he opened the door, mm -hmm. but I also wasn't upset about it. I didn't be like, what's wrong with you? You're so rude. You're so whatever. I didn't do any of that. I was very light about it because I wasn't disappointed. I, I wasn't happy about it. Don't get me wrong. Like I bumped into the door and everyone stared at me, but <laughs> I wasn't, you know, like, Oh goody. <laughs> but I wasn't also like, you know, furious or anything. Yeah. And when you have that, you'll see how much you, your daily life changes because you feel different. So those are like the three steps to me for how you get around that. You get closure with yourself. You're mindful. You really practice this. Like it's your job, like you're getting paid and you have high standards and low expectations and you, you're clear about what your standards are. Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more, you can follow us at Unhinged and Mumbled Up or Swipe Forever After. And if you want to send us an email or check out our website, it is www.uadu.co.uk. Thank you. Goodbye. up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.